everybody, this is Ash, and you are in for a treat tonight. Um, number one, you get to listen to the dulcet tones of me and also our dear friend Shannon. And also, tonight is officially Shannon's show. Um, what I've been doing is basically, you know, giving different podcasters kind of free reign on uh, how we do our uh, topics and kind of picking things that, that they like and, you know, just so that there's a little more variety in the discussion and also so you can guys, you guys can get to know them better. So whatever we talk about tonight, most likely it's going to be on the list of things that Shannon likes and cares about. Uh, I have given the reins over to her. Um, she is gladly accepted. So, Shannon. I like chaos. Chaos is fun. So, yes, that's what you have to look forward to for this week's show. <laughs> so, yes. So, Shannon, before we start, um, anything that you want to say before we get into your, your topics of discussion? It's going to be a whole lot of girl groups, shiny girl groups, shiny girl groups, try guys, shiny girl groups. And a couple of boy groups, I guess. I have to be well-rounded. <laughs> yes. So we're all there. Gotta make sure you stick two in there. Okay. Yes. All right. So if um, you are ready, Shannon, go ahead and let's dig into your first topic of discussion. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. All right. Yeah. So I got super excited the other day because I am a huge Try Guys fan, but I have watched literally every single video. So I hadn't looked to see when they were going to put any new ones out because they usually put one out once a week. And unless they're doing like a huge series. So I hadn't been paying attention. And then I happened to log on to Omona and I saw that the Try Guys are doing K-pop. And I got super excited because Keith and Eugene are my everything. Like if Keith didn't have a girlfriend, I would fly myself to LA and be like, I'm here. <laughs> you awkward man be with me but he's, he's for those he's of you who don't know the chai guys are uh they do a series of uh, different videos for buzzfeed for those of yes. you who didn't who do not know the chai guys are awesome you should totally look them up especially and see their pregnancy series is amazing and also when they have to go out alone by themselves and not die Fun story. That was a good time. <laughs> yes, that's the video where they have to go and survive for a night and not die. It's wow. Wonderful. I'm assuming that, that they did not die uh, since they lived to make this K-pop video. So why did you... I watched this right before we, we recorded, but why did you decide to pick this? I thought it would be an interesting discussion for us to talk about because I also thought that a couple of people would be coming here. But they're lame and whatever. They gotta have you and their family things and take care of their kids and be sick, whatever. <laughs> Loser pants. But I think, because I think I like this video a lot more. I usually don't watch reaction videos because they generally do boil down to, and there was a little bit of it. I mean, it is K-pop of, the colors are so bright. There's yeah. so many people. What are they saying? I don't understand. What's going on? But I think, like, one, the Try Guys are actually funny. So they come well, up yeah, with that's quick, a different, funny one-liners. Like, that's the thing. It's like, of course, because everyone's trying to be a YouTube star now, right? But it's the, the key to being a YouTube star is that most of the time you have to be genuinely interesting or funny or something. Yeah. 
you know, you just it's just sitting there yelling at the screen. And I mean, I would say the guys are genuinely funny. And to I mean, to their credit, they had a actual Korean cultural like official Korean culture expert from like USC or some look like some California like state school on there that was like also giving a more uh, informative and uh, <laughs> in, in, informative like part to it other than them just like spaz like doing silly crazy stuff and commenting on what they were watching. Right. And then the other guy who I don't remember his name, but she said he's the one that's actually that works on BuzzFeed is actually Korean. Eugene. Eugene, yeah. And I've seen he's done other posts too, um, uh, on Korean culture and and things on um, BuzzFeed, which I've actually I reposted on our Twitter and things before interesting stuff. So um yeah, I definitely like know about him and Eugene, if you're listening to this, um uh, if you did not happen to know, we have a podcast, uh, and <laughs> um, you know, if you guys want, you know, us to possibly, you know, maybe do a thing together, you know, that involves, you know, payment of um, monies and um, or, or you know, just advertising dollars or you know, just anything that you you know want to continue this whole uh, K-pop thing. Um, I'm down, and I'm sure um, everyone else would be down too. So, just putting that out there. That's all I have to say. It would be really nice to have other people uh, with editing skills. Right. <laughs> Especially since most of them probably have editing skills better than mine. <laughs> I've yeah. also decided that my husband or wife is totally going to be a Ned-like person in the future because if you guys don't watch Try Guys videos, he finds a way to bring his wife into every single video that he does. It does Wait, not matter. So did, he, did he bring her into the K-pop video? Did he mention yeah, that? He oh, was yes, like, he did because he was the one that was talking about the GOT7 video. The GOT7 video, and he's like, he doesn't look like my wife. <laughs> it makes me feel like my, when I'm looking at my wife. <laughs> But he, he brought her into his drag video when he was dying. He wasn't actually dying. He was just in the woods by himself alone. And he thought he was going to die. He's like, so, this is my wife here. Yeah, so some of the things they had to say was pretty amazing. Of course, they showed, they had them watch uh, Girls' Generation Party. Um, first thing that they someone said, which is usually what people say when they see Girls' Generation for the first time, is like, okay, why are there so many people? Um, also, about their cuteness factor and they're so much cute um although for those of us who've been in k-pop for a while it's 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 kind of a darker kind of cute because we know how long they've been doing the cute thing uh also um they showed them xo um which surprisingly uh one of the guys was basically implied that he thought that they exo could beat up in sync in a dark alley um Which i thought was hilarious or, because or i would maybe, totally see like joey patone like <laughs> kicking the crap out of exo but yeah i mean maybe he was he was talking about like you know early days like debut in sync like okay i can maybe see they were they were kind of you know they 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 were they were kind of like you know flowery flowery guys when they first started. I, you know, I, I can see I, I, more I, I, bye 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 and sync them being like. Oh. 
Yeah, I remember when they first came out, and I was BSB Backstreet Boys stan, and I was just like, who are they? No one in the group is good looking. And turned up my heart sounds like duty crap. And please, 98 degrees is the way to go, people. Like, <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would like the fringe group. Although I have to say, I do like the Lachey brothers generally and their reality stuff. But I, 98 degrees was never. I. 98 degrees and O Town, like they were the way to go. O Town had the one good song, and then that was. <laughs> Dude, everybody loves Liquid Dreams. <laughs> Okay, Crazy. let's move on. Also, <laughs> I I do want to mention to um before I let you go on Shannon that uh they did uh they watched Bang 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 by um Big Bang and they were very confused and I think they were having mouth seizures uh from the music video. And of course they thought the bang 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 like beat drop of the chorus was the best part of the song like most everybody else does and then they're like why is this different from the rest of the song we don't know ask teddy some questions cannot be answered yeah but anything else you wanted to talk about as far as the try guys and and the stuff they were talking about k-pop i mean it was pretty much just Similar stuff people usually discuss about the how you wave and, and South Korea is, you know, trying to, you know, make this, a, you know, kind of a distinctive thing. Basically, Korea is trying to use popularity of K-pop to make money mm-hmm. and use it to make them a more, you know, distinctive force as, as an Asian country because, you know, a lot of people... You know, they think of China and Japan and then Korea. It's like, well, now Korea, people probably will say Gangnam Style unfortunately, uh, the average person. But, you know, this is also a way, I mean, you know, we're international fans. This is this whole podcast is about international fans. So they're trying to kind of harness the popularity that they're getting from other countries and, and using it to up their profile. So, And then it's also funny guys reacting to Yes. Pop videos. Yes. And I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what the other three videos are going to be because the other one was they tried on K-pop makeup and then took a photo oh, shoot with it. Oh, I I you know I saw that I think I saw that posted on um Mona but I did not click on it but it looked a hot mess. <laughs> this guy. Listen, like, listen. It ended up I better saw... when they had to do their own makeup tutorials. That was a hot mess. They had to do <laughs> Michelle Fawn things and do it to themselves. Oh Lord. I just they look like what you look like when you wake do... up when you partied and forgot to take your makeup off the next morning and you've got like those huge <laughs> raccoon eyes and like the, the eye glue from your eyelashes is like on your chin so you got like a little chin mustache. God. All I know is I saw a guy who looked like he was trying to do like the CL cat eyes and it's that would be Eugene. jacked up. He looks like he's got two check marks next to his like, corner of his eyelid. You should have seen uh, Keith had to do Amber's red light makeup where they did the half makeup and the other half is was naked. Oh my god, it was priceless. <laughs> okay, so next time, yes, yeah, so if you guys see that around, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are Omoda um, posters have already seen the videos, but they are very funny and if you have other friends that do not know about K-pop, I would say this is probably a good um, introduction video. It may not change their mind, but you know, I think they would at least get a chuckle out of it. So, yeah. 
What else, Shannon? I got some super exciting stuff, and this is something that you're going to be able to be like talking about. Hey! Hey, so, okay. I got some new MVs that came out this week, and okay. or 10 days, give or take. There wasn't a whole podcast. lot to choose from this week. We're going on podcast time, because, you know, within the week, 10 MVs can, like, be released within yes. that course of a week, so, yeah. But I got yeah. super excited because... I didn't know who did it until I like clicked on Omana, but it was called Girl Crush and it seemed super gay, so I was like, click click here for this. <laughs> and then it was Mama Moo. And I was like, all right. And then the video was super gay and I was like, click click here for this. And I was so excited. Wait, so what MV are we talking about again? Mama Moo put out some video game OST called Girl Crush. Oh. I don't know what the lyrics are. I keep hoping that someone will translate them and they'll be just as gay as the title and the video was because I was so excited. No, somebody's got to have the lyrics translated. I was like, I have to know. But oh my God, the video, it's all like, girl crush, girl crush. And I'm like, yeah. Listen, it was still, I mean, it's Mama Moose, so it was still awesome. But, you know, when you do those OSTs, you know, you got sometimes you don't really get to choose what you get to do. Okay. Oh, there's lyrics here, Shannon. You just didn't you didn't uh, Google. Okay. I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> Google and I don't always get along. Google and I are like cat and water. I use Google Google is like it's like seared in, in onto my body. Like I it's literally a part of me. I cannot function without it. I Listen, the only thing cannot. that's seared into my body is Okapi's shiny and Hello Kitty. So. Oh, God. <laughs> you have enough space for all that? Okay. Um, all right. So here are the lyrics. See you there later. I'm telling you. I found a hot place. I have a good feeling. I'm really excited. The spotlight that will shine on me. Longer <laughs> eyeliner. Higher nose contour. The thicker the makeup, the greater my confidence. But why, my boyfriend, your eyes look suspicious. Oh, my God. Are you doubting me right now? Can't believe it. Hey, you, you're on thin ice. I can't make up my mind like a blowing reed. Why can't you be cool? I just want to be awesome, girl. Girl crush. Cool. Every day I do. Go, girl crush. Red color lipstick. My behind like an apple hip. Go, girl crush. Cool. Every day I do. Go, girl crush. Cash money. I make enough myself. Go, girl crush. I love myself. So it, okay. This is, this is pretty like girl positive. <laughs> I was all for it till the boyfriend. I was like, this is sounds super gay. All oh, this. <laughs> it's over. I mean, my dreams I, are destroyed. I, I, I'm kind of like with the the you know it's like the makeup and whatever. But whatever, it's fine. It's it's still very you know positive and and what and this is for OST. What shows is is this. The show it's called a Girl Crush? video game or something. I, I'm not that big into Mama. Oh, Mama. Uh, gay. Oh, okay. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it's a it's a positive song. So and yeah, there you go. So you got you got some more Mama Moo to listen to. You you and uh, Tim can all be like, hey, excited, yeah. yay, Mama Moo, because they're awesome. They did an AMA on Reddit. That's how awesome they are. They did an AMA on Reddit. And I know people have issues with Reddit, but 
I do like their AMAs. The ask ask me anything for those of you who don't know, and they get tons of different people on there: actors, scientists, whomever. Just sometimes just regular people, and they can just they verify that they are who they say they are, and then they just do like a question answer session with Reddit users, and it literally is like ask me anything. I mean, the person can choose not to answer a lot of questions, and they usually choose to not to do that but they're they're pretty interesting so i don't i don't usually go on any of the reddit actual like i don't know what you call them message board sites so when that whole thing was going down with the reddit sites and and, and the offensive um boards and whatnot i didn't really wasn't familiar with that because like i said i don't really mess with that but the amas are tops so Go, Mama Moo! Yeah. yeah! And then Stephanie from CSH The Grace put out an MV, and I was, like, kind of excited for it because I don't really care about them, but they have good voices, so I was hoping it would be good. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that. Um... And my two notes for the song are boring <laughs> as F-U-C-K. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, WTF, I'm... get a better bodysuit. <laughs> Or whatever, I mean, it's it's a thingamabobber. Because it didn't fit her! And I was like, you have all of this, like, costuming around you, and you can't find, like, a leotard that fits? Really? Well, you know how it is. I, you, you, you could say that about, like, all of, like, any of the K-pop people. I mean, they've got... Or anybody in the public eye, they've got people coordinating and buying clothes for them. And you would think, you know... With all of you know, people getting your clothes and having measured you and tailoring stuff, that you would look good all the time. And some people do, but some people don't. And I think it's honestly because some people just are, they don't, for whatever reason, they don't have good taste in clothing or they don't know what look good, looks good on them. And they probably refuse to wear what they're, you know, um, what their cordy or, you know, what their stylist gives them. It was just, it just the whole video, like, one, the song was, song was not that great. And then the video just seemed like a, a B version side of Sun Me's 24 Hours. Like, I felt like that was the vibe she was going for. And it just didn't quite work. Yeah, I, yeah, that makes sense to me that she would, yeah. Because I was like, this kind of reminds me of something. But then I was like, uh. yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a lukewarm reception to it. And I, like, I, I feel bad because it's like I always hear about the now like the Grace was before my K-pop time. So, but I mean I've I've watched um, videos with them before and stuff. So and they were talented, and I feel like they were kind of the original FX and that they were kind of screwed over <laughs> like the first girl group to get screwed over by SM, and uh, you know it's just like. <laughs> They're talented, you know. They sh they should. I don't know. It, it it does make you think about like you know current groups. Um, they're going through issues and um, you know what's going to happen to them in the future. But we're not. No, this is a happy podcast. <laughs> I only have happy things on my list. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my list at you. Happy things. <laughs> um, but I I don't hate. I don't hate um, Stephanie's uh, 
uh, blackout um, song. Uh, but I do agree with Shannon that it is just, just kind of boring and, and dull. Um, but it, I also, you know, I guess it depends on like who she's trying to, I mean, if she's trying to appeal to the kitties or maybe she's trying to maybe, you know, get some, you know, adult fans. I mean, they're a little older in age. So, you know, maybe it's time to to go past the pop music. Maybe she put some trot out. She'd get some older fans. <laughs> could wear that leotard too at work. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about this? <laughs> I just... No. Okay. <laughs> so... I don't know if you guys talked about this in the last one because it came out like eight or nine days ago, but I just found it and I thought it was the most adorable thing that's ever happened and I got super excited, which means I'm very sad that they're probably going to fail and be new goos and I'm never going to see them again because that's my luck and I'm sorry group that I did this to you, but I think it's <laughs> Vivi Diva is their name and they did this yeah. on Service. Yeah, 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 they're, they're, they're one of the... Yeah, they're they're a Nugu group and they've already got fan chants. Um, they're kind of like, I, I I guess people like them because their songs kind of catchy and happy, and they've got you know they're cute girls. They've got good visuals. They know how to play to the camera. They've got they kind of got that SNSD vibe because I feel like that's the thing now. That everyone's like, who's gonna be the next SNSD? Because you know you got G friends doing. Doing better than they were before, and then Lovelies is coming back out, and you know you've got um, Dia, Dia that just came out, and people you know were making Dia big deal over them, and so we not we've now we've got Vivi Diva, and um, yeah, I'm kind of confused uh, with them. I'm getting confused already <laughs> as far as. It's like who's who, but pink and purple are the best. I'm just saying. I don't know what their names are, and if somebody actually follows <laughs> them and knows their names, please inform me. Um, but pink and purple were the best. Yellow was pretty solid too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, I don't. I would not be able to tell them apart from a man in the moon. But I see why they are popular i don't know i don't i'm not i don't think that you're you're necessarily you liking them is the death knell but obviously it's too have you have you seen my list of failed girl groups that i was absolutely <laughs> in love with it's too early to say that they're you know not I killed glam i killed global icon i killed um to be fair they killed them well Glam killed themselves, and Global Icon was killed by I the killed bad Hello management. Venus. I killed After School. I killed Secret. I killed, um, I don't even remember their names anymore, but they were really cute. I killed Bob Girls. Um, <laughs> I killed... I really remember. I was very, uh, on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't have any luck. I'm sure there's more that happened in 2013 and 2014 that if you did, like, where are they now? I'd be like, oh, I like that song. What did happen to them? Oh, 2X, I killed them. That was the most depressing thing ever. I was, 
I don't think, I mean, they, I think their songs were not that, like, I, re- very, I vaguely remember 2X, and I think they had one song. He's, <laughs> yeah I, no i remember um their teasers were 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 pretty hot but then this song was like mm. i mean girl groups i mean everyone I killed knows chocolate. that was the one that hurt the most i killed chocolate <laughs> i i don't even do do we ever did anyone ever find out like what happened to chocolate, chocolate uh technically chocolate? they're not disbanded they're in limbo, never to be seen again. Hmm. I mean, so they aren't officially... I mean, Dude, they haven't put a song out in two years. They're dead. You have to... I mean, also, you have to, you have to like, remember, in the past couple of years, like, 2013, 14, we were like, I mean, there were so many groups. There were so many groups. Literally. I mean, there's just the odds were against like over half of them, like 70, 80 percent of them. The odds were against most. The of only them. one that doesn't really hurt was Rainia because I knew that was doomed for failure the second that song came out. But it was such a jam. Who doesn't love Doctor Feelgood? It just that was never gonna go. South Korea did not. You, I just you knew the second you saw that video <laughs> opener, like, oh well, they're dead. R.I.P. You know, them. Well, they, you know what? It, still, they could have done better. I think Teddy Riley, um, he is, I don't know, I feel like he got into K-pop to try and make some extra bucks for himself. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like... Well, he's with SM now. He's making more bank than he was with them anyway. He doesn't care. Yeah, I, I don't, I feel like I don't, I mean, whatever, you know, he's got, he's got this, you know, history and of hits in the u.s even though he hasn't had one in in some time but i i I get this kind of uncomfortable feeling from i i don't know like i you know doing this kind of this like i feel like he doesn't have not that sm has their artist's best interest at heart or anything but i just i feel like he's a bad i feel like he's a bad fit for what you know, they're trying to do, especially for someone like, not especially for like SM. I, I just don't feel like you know they wouldn't know. I, I feel like they don't. You know, they're just like, okay, make some hits for us, and then you know. Listen, listen. They, SM they, is like the Yankees. It buys people who had good careers, and their careers are over. That's <laughs> just a, that's what they do. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so you, so your, your girl group track record is, um, abysmal. It's not shot yet because, um, really, because my most successful group that I like is FX. Really? It's not and, shot. And they're coming back. And you know what? You, did you For a goodbye tour. You see, I put, did you see the, the very awesome, the, the very nice, photo spread that that Luna and Amber did. I did, and I thought that they were pretty, except I almost couldn't tell it was Luna. Yeah, well, you know, Luna looks a lot different these days. But, besides that, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, with the FX thing, if they were to quote-unquote disband, I feel like Luna and Amber would make... I mean, it's, 
like a good like reboot of the group, you know, with just them as a duo. I mean, they're they're like Luna is the most pop she's the most talented singer. Amber's got the personality and, and she's got, you know, the connections and whatnot. So I feel like I mean with everyone who's left, you know, if they wanted to continue, they could continue like as a duo. And and, and do better than the Grace did just because I think it could work. I don't want to talk about it. I want happy thoughts. I don't want to talk about <laughs> that it. That is a happy thought to me. I it's as far as it's better than just That's okay. like when like your three favorite pets die and you kinda like jackalope <laughs> them together and stuff them and are like, No, but he's here. He sits on your stairs. We were talking about something that didn't involve animals, but then I said, if you could... Oh, we were talking about FX, and then I said, you said the duet. And oh, I was yeah, like, and then... Yeah, if I just, like, took my three favorite pets and sewed them back together and decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, the Luna Amber pictorial photo shoot didn't... Well, you said you thought it was very pretty. So. It was very pretty. It was very good. I was very excited. And Sully was very cute on our Instagram posts this week as well. Sully is just like chilling. Like she's she like, is living it up. She is like free at last. Free at last. I just wish she wasn't with that gross boy, but I can't I can't do everything. I can't have <laughs> I mean she can literally not be just life shading any harder. Just be like, look how much happier I am without having to deal with this crap. I know. Like, it's the best. It's like it's like I'm so much happier now that I'm not an idol anymore. Like, really? You didn't realize that, Sully. Um, Man, I don't have to deal with Ajishi fans. I don't care. <laughs> I'm dancing in the rain. <laughs> like, and literally, just pictures and video of her dancing in the rain. Just, like, it's like, literally after, like I said, SM is like, I I'm honestly would be scared to go inside that place because I think it just, it does things to people. Like, they 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 steal your soul or or they do something you know it's, it's it's like a, it's like you know like the devil like you make a deal with the devil so you know you want you Dude, want the devil won't even make a want, deal with SM it wouldn't be in his favor <laughs> whoever like wants something you gotta give something up in return so you're saying the devil had to give SM something in return mm-hmm. so SM's running hell now I guess. Yes. <laughs> Which would make sense. Okay. What else? Let's move but on speaking of SM, in case you have been paying attention because nobody actually really cares on this podcast other than me because Tao is my baby, SM put out some papers this week talking about, and they filed a lawsuit against Tao for breaking oh, his yeah. contract. Oh, yeah. I had it on my list the other week. They had they had said released something about Tao and they were like, nah, nah, we don't like you. Like, some kind of, like, childish crap, like, crap. you know, whatever. But the best part that come out of that like, is whatever, have you read Tao. the statement that Tao's company has put out against SM being like, please! <laughs> whatever, please. It's okay. See you uh, in court. <laughs> like, it's... They, they I mean, literally... It's- 
took every they like took the knife that the SM tried to stab in their back and like shanked them with it. They're like, really? You want to try this? No. Like, you are not what? the We're only shady company now. in this world. What are you going to do? We're making money in China. What are you going to do? Nothing. Pretty much. The, the statement boiled down to, you didn't give a shit about your Chinese fence. He told you that this shit was happening and you didn't care. He tried to negotiate with you all the time. You didn't care. So he left. What are you going to do? We're in China. Get over it. <laughs> and I was like, I like this. This company is the best. <laughs> and Lu, Lu and, um, Luhan just had a song come out. Um, I saw uh, saw something of that somewhere. I don't didn't watch the actual music video or song or whatever. But I think he just came out with something in China. So, you know, get money, boys. I know. I really want china line to get back together and do something as like that would be hilarious if they are like isn't there it like won't happen because there's so much bad blood between tao and chris still which i don't really blame oh chris i didn't i didn't for. know that they had issues with each other okay they didn't until chris left and then if you don't follow exo which i know some of us don't um <laughs> tao happens to be one hothead Two, overly emotional, and three, has the emotional capabilities of, like, a four-year-old. <laughs> so, when Chris left, he threw a tantrum on all his social media. <laughs> and it was really not pretty, and we were all, like, this is, like, when, like, you're, you have, like, a, a college student, and then, like, their parents had an oopsie, and, like, the kid is, like, five, and they're, they go off to college for the first time, and the five-year-old, like, flips out and, like, hits them. It's like, I hate you. You're leaving. I never want to see you again. <laughs> and like throws the huge tantrum and you're like, okay, 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 okay. Except he's a grown ass man and he threw this exam kind of, yeah. Uh. Ready. <laughs> and he called him a traitor and he called him a loser and he said some other things and how oh, he had no... Oh, is that how the like, how like uh, window memes started? I think. Where he's like staring out the window or, or something like when it's raining. Yes, I think that picture was taken from when he was trying to shower at a concert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Good times beginning of XO. No. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, That's if they weren't, uh, if they weren't having issues with each other, that would be the best revenge. Is if they all just got so, together but in China. I think he's still in France. I mean, I don't follow Chris or Luhan that much because I don't really care about them. I really, I was in EXO for like a hot month, and then I went, "No, nah, this shit's too crazy for me. I can't. I can't." And I just stuck with Tao. So, but I don't think there's a problem with Luhan and Tao because by the time Luhan left, Tao had gotten himself a muzzle somewhat, or SM had gotten him a muzzle. I'm not really sure how that worked. Um, but he didn't say nearly as much, and it was much less angry. I'm I'm really waiting for for Lay to bounce because that will be so amazing. But right, he's like the last one, right? He is the last one. Like I, that's the thing. I'm like, there's there's gotta be like one guy from the China line left, and I'm like, how does it feel to be that that last guy? Like everyone is bouncing. last man standing. I mean, what are they going to even do with you? Like, they're just going to send you on, like, China, like, tours by yourself? Promotions Gosh. by yourself, I guess. Yeah, XOM is dead. 
is dead. But, I mean, he has his own studio now. They did something to keep him. He's got his, like, same with Victoria. Well, they they both have their own side. Because they were like, well, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's, he's like, I mean, the other guys are gone. What is the point of me staying? And they're like, okay, well, if we give you a studio, will you stay? <laughs> please, please stay, please. So we don't look but so bad. Oh, they already look terrible, but I don't think yeah. SM really cares so much because XO has made it whether or not those guys are there. And... That's true. I mean, like I said, at this point, it's pretty much the Korean group plus one Chinese guy. Right. I mean... And I mean, at this point, the XO's popularity has taken all the hits that it's going to because Tao and Lei were not ever really popular in China or in South Korea. So they don't really give a shit. The only ones who were popular in the China line were Luan and, and Chris, and they already lost those, so they're not going to lose anything else, popularity-wise. Well, there we go. So, Thanks. they might as well just, uh, I mean, I don't know if they're still using EXO, and that would be kind of stupid if they were, but I mean... Pretty much, because they got Lei and Chen's Mandarin is awful. It might have improved since the last time they did an album, since they haven't done an M album in like three years because everyone kept leaving. But <laughs> oh, good times. Okay, so what else? What next? The next more SM news. I like this. We never talk about like when Tim's here, especially like if we even bring up like EXO, he's like, "Oh God, it's like I'm going to sleep." I'm like, "Fine, because." Because <laughs> he's okay. a stinky YG fan with smelly feet. Well, to be fair with Tim, like he'll call out. I mean, anybody honestly, if he disagrees with what they're doing. Oh yeah, no. So. Okay. But the best, the best news to come out of this whole week, and I'm so mad that I'm broken for because I really want this, even though I wouldn't be able to read a goddamn word of it. I would find somebody to translate it for me. Jung Hyung is putting out from Shiny is putting out a novel on October second, and I'm so excited! And it's really not actually a novel; it's a collection of short stories about and photos and pictures. Okay, and, I was about to shit. say like he's been like working on a novel this whole time. Like when? Like <laughs> and it's yeah, it's it's about the ten songs or ten songs that are his favorite that he has written, and some of my favorite are on the list that I was so excited. Like I love Alarm Clock and I love Honesty, and those are going to be two of them. And I was like, yes, yes, I like it. Juliet's going to be one of them. Uh, I was so excited, no, and then I was so gonna mad. Have the lyrics in the book, I mean, or yeah, they're gonna, gonna have lyrics and pictures from when he was writing it, and then he's gonna talk about like what was influencing him when he was writing those songs, and it's going along with the concert series they're doing that he's a part of, um, at the moment that like sold out, and they had to add extra days, and I was so proud of him because he's sad. Ah! It just kind of reminds me of that like book that Big Bang came out with. It was just like. It was like little, like I think there was like little essays by like each member, but then it was also like a lot of photos, like those kind of like I think a few idol groups have done that, and it's like okay, but at the same time, like they act like it's this big thing. We we're coming out with a novel, like no, like we're coming out with a book. No, it's just a collection of stuff that you've done. It's basically a col another collectible for your fans. It's basically what it is. <laughs> Which is fine, but oh, I mean, he's gonna talk about symptoms. I'm so excited because I love Jiang Young, and he is so fluffy. He is literally like 
the human version of like a unicorn puppy. Like, he's just the best. Other than Onyu. But he's just the best. Okay. okay. You don't understand. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't mind Shiny, but like, I, I'm not. I'm not a Shiny stand at all. Like, you are the resonant Shiny stand. So I, totally I get I, all of my Shiny energy from you because I don't have any to expend. <laughs> like, it's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be so good, and I'm so mad that I'm broke. It's gonna cost like a million dollars because it's K-pop. Actually, I really shouldn't say that because I used to be in J-pop, and K-pop's way cheaper. But. It's still gonna be like a million dollars that I don't have, and I'm just gonna have to sit there and cry and want it, and then it'll be all sold out when I actually have the money. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be all in Korean, right? Yes, but there'll be pictures. <laughs> it's like I can't look at the pictures. Pictures, and then there'll be essays and stuff in Korean that I can't I read. But just, be like the like, pictures, and it's about some of my favorite songs from Shine. I would just wait for the showals. The the West the international showers to translate it because I still I, want it. Okay, okay. Listen, listen. You can <laughs> like you you don't understand. Like I need it. I do understand. I have people. I have a couple people, like a couple groups and a person that I stand, and I had you know would spend. I've spent a little more money than maybe is normally rational for me to spend just to see their beautiful faces. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, that doesn't apply to Shiny for me. It applies to Shiny for you. It's like, this is like almost as good as the time someone, one of my friends made me a Christmas card and they put Onyu's face on an Okapi body with Shiny oh, on like, a neon cat in the background. And they were like, Merry Christmas! So they basically turned the shiny member into like what? What do you call those things? Half oh, copies. No, like they turned him into a. a what's it? We, those mystical creatures. They're like half man, half. Senators. Yeah, I guess so. Senator. Basically, that's what they turned him into. No. They Not put his head on the bottom. No, because that's a whole half a man and then a half a horse. It's a horse half. It's not an Okapi half. And it wasn't a half an Okapi. It was 90% an Okapi. And then his head. It's different. Okay. But it's still... Okay. Fine. <laughs> Whatever you say, I still say... And that's... You know what? And if possible, that's even weirder. Okay. He was I did want to bring... Do you, did you happen to have anything on your list about... Probably not. Uh, Red Velvet... An icon because I just remembered this and I was going to talk about it last week and we did not have time, but I did want to mention it because I thought it was funny. I had it on my list and underneath it I said those SOBs. Oh, okay. So do you want to talk about that now since I just thought about it? Is this about Red Velvet and icon fans? You can. No, you, was... you have it. You said you had. Do you have it on your list or? I know. I did. I mean, because then, then you can talk about it if it was on your list. No, go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> okay. <I don't> <laughs> okay. So this happened, like, um, uh, on, well, Thursday, earlier this week, whatever. And Red Velvet, you know, they, they, they've come out with their new song, Dum Dum, and they've been winning on the... Um, on the music shows, and actually, they took home their fifth trophy for Dum Dum. 
on this week's Chessex special of M Countdown. It's a, uh, oh, also, happy Chessex, everyone. Happy Chessex. Um, I wish I had some rice cakes to, to, um, to eat right now, but I don't. Um, but yes, so they, uh, Red Velvet won, and then Icon fans, who are already, I guess, taking some cues from, from XOLs, uh, flooded in Countdown with questions and complaints because they were upset that um, Icon's um, single uh, kind of uh, teaser, well, not teaser, but it's like the single before their actual album or whatever comes out, My Type, was excluded from the week's chart despite they've them having topped the charts for the past week. Now, we all know that most of the music shows have, like, arbitrary, are pretty arbitrary, as far as I'm concerned. It seems like they change their rules, like, every other week. So, I, I wouldn't even, at this point, I wouldn't even bother. Like, for me, I wouldn't even be bother questioning it. Like, I don't even, like, the music shows, I remember when I first watched them, I thought they were entertaining, and you know, I got into them a little bit, but at this point, it's like, it doesn't even matter if your favorite wins a trophy or not, because the whole system is, is more confusing than, than you know, it's an, worth. Than an election in, like, Trinidad. It's insane. Anyway, so, End Countdown um, released a statement where they said our chart is a music show chart, not a regular music chart. Due to this, our chart tends to include songs that were promoted on music shows. Icon, who is not promoting their pre-release track, My Type of Music Shows, was thus ruled out. Oh, their, snap. <laughs> their cases uh, where we include artists that never promote their songs are unable to promote due to an overseas tour, for example, and the chart after negotiating with their agency. We apologize for causing confusion. We will give cons careful consideration to matters regarding the trust system also in the future of BS. So basically, it's we do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, as much <laughs> as I want to like Icon, everything around them just keeps making me like them less and less and less. Well, it's kind of faded to happen because, I mean, YG's pretty much setting them up to be the successor to Big Bang, in a sense. Uh, so, you know, they, they already have so much hype behind them. It's like, but it's just YG hype. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how, how that, how that comes out as opposed to with XO. I mean, I think XO, it took a little while, but when XO hit, they hit. I mean, yes. yeah. I mean, they I mean, had the crazies from like day one. Yeah. Um, that's what a month worth of teasers will get you. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, mean, I, I, try, I try to like boy groups, and then this happens. And I just, I don't well, have the patience. I, you know what, Shannon? That's one thing I do like agree with you is I tend to like girl groups more than guy groups, or I tend to, I don't know, just uh, connect with them more. Um, other than, I don't know. Like, Maybe it's because I'm old and I just don't have the patience for 12-year-old antics anymore, and I find that less in girl groups because they don't have such rabid fans. 
Maybe. But, I don't know. Like I said, I tend to connect with girl groups more. Um, not to say that, like, like there are definitely guy groups whose songs I like in general. But um, I don't know. Yeah, guy groups don't tend to connect with me as more and I as much. And I don't know. I guess because with, with girl groups, I think part of it, too, is because with girl groups, we don't get that so much in the West where we've already been through the whole boy band thing so it's mm. like you see the boy groups in you know south korea and so there a lot of them you know there's so much influence from guy groups that have been popular here and i mean so much influence that it verges on copying or is actually copying so yeah it's like you've already been there done that but i mean right now the only girl group that we have in in the western us and this has been just just in the last year they've gotten popular off of one song the first song that they've gotten popular off of they've had like three singles out fifth harmony and little mix um they're popular in the uk and they've got uh they had a song that was did fairly well in the us in the summertime they're a really good little mix is a really good group they can sing their butts off but it's just something about like with Western groups. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think in general with like, in general, like I, I don't know. I feel like in the U.S. at least we're we're not very welcoming to like groups of people. Now, no, we're not good at letting people who aren't from the U.S. into our. We always get we get upset when we find out we let Canadians in. Like we're like, God damn it! <laughs> like I'm not one speaking. I think I feel like people like that's why people get so like their minds like, explode when they see like EXO and Girls Generation because they're like all those people, you know. It's like you know the, the idea of of a group. Like we just we don't do that anymore. Like mm -mm. we don't. I mean, even in like R and B and hip hop, used to be groups everywhere. All like I mean. I don't. I can't think of any any groups. I mean, in, like boys to men, and and um, just yeah, in general. So yeah, I think that's the other thing too. It's is yeah, is 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 the kind of the girl group thing. I, I for me anyway. I don't know how that comes off for you, Shannon. I just like girls better. Okay, well, that's because the boys. I mean, valid. not that the the boys. It's just one. I just too old for the fandom. Like I can't handle thirteen year old girls flipping out because he wants to like have a girlfriend. Like, dude, he's like twenty one. He is screwing so many girls right now. <laughs> Get over it. He is living the life and hopefully doing it safely and not being covered in green diseases. But he is living the life. Like, I do not, he has to be up, like, 21 hours a day. If he's not getting some of those three hours of free time, there's no point in being up for 21 hours a day. Like, if I have to work that hard, 360 days of the year, I get, like, five days off, maybe, if I'm lucky and I'm a big group, I better be getting some on the side. Like, that's the only <laughs> thing that's going to keep me through. I'm sorry, but I could not do that. And, like, you, and you're going to get upset because he's holding hands with another girl in a music video that they're not pretending to be in love. Like, oh, my God. I can't, can't handle that. To be fair, though, it it seems like like you're 
like like you said, like the younger you go with the guy groups and the younger you go with the groups, you're gonna have more of that. Like, say for example, Big Bang. Like their fans have aged with them for the most part, so you don't really see that as much. As far as maybe with the exception of the whole like Kiko mess, which you know, <laughs> but very amusing to watch of, of the sidelines. But in general, like. Taeyang is obviously he's obviously dating someone he's dating an actress and you know people were uh Min Hyorin, I believe her name is and people are fine with that um I you know I don't know Sungri it's all obvious that Sungri is doing whatever so he's I mean, the one that I'm likes gonna... to choke people with towels right <laughs> the other one yeah, I mean, they pretty much, and the guys I think have said stuff too, they pretty much alluded to the fact that Sungri is a big man whore. So, um, and G-Jackin's a big man whore too, obviously. And yeah. um, uh, I don't know about Top. Um, honestly, I don't. I mean, he's, he. I love Top, but he's, he's also very strange. So I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. I mean, like he recently said on uh, one of those V app things, that he doesn't have a girlfriend, and maybe he doesn't. Some people think he's he's gay. I don't know. He, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, "Hey, I'm asexual, guys. I like cheers." Or uh, no, that wouldn't be asexual. That would be something having to do with inanimate objects. But he loves it. He does have a very um, extreme love for um, furniture. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm so excited to get to see my baby in person. Um, so uh, on from that, <laughs> Shannon. So let's talk about more things you want to talk about. All right. All right. So I think we finally finished up my. Oh, I I lied. I thought I almost finished up all my my boy group things, but. I know you don't follow them, and I wish I didn't either. I hate that I have fallen in love with this group. It makes me very upset. I did not ask for this. I did not want this. Speaking of boy groups, I had no intention of falling for these zygotes. And it happened, and I'm very upset because my tea list and all of my friends would not stop talking about it and showing me pictures and trying to drag me back to Pletus. I didn't want to go, and I went kicking and screaming. But I have fallen in love with Seventeen. Yeah, and you went like eighty percent of the K-pop fandom. Probably I know, and I'm gonna drag all of you with me. I'm going. If I had to go kicking and screaming, then everybody else is gonna go kicking and screaming, except for it Tim. It will be cause... in a purely ironic way. I admire, I admire their, you know, I admire their their talent and admire their, you know, chutzpah, chutzpah, whatever. I, 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 you know, I admire their their ability to get out there and I mean and good lord knows being under Pletus I mean they're basically doing everything themselves they are doing everything themselves Um, but I can I just there's no way that I can I could unironically like stand them in any sort of way not listen I said the same thing I said the same thing not as long as that kid still has that pink bowl cut. That's Woozy. You can't hate on Woozy. He's the most adorable, precious little no. fluff nugget you of the You want me to take you seriously? You need to get at least get rid of that haircut. 
no, he's such a little fluff nugget. Like you can't hate him. You just can't. He like See, he looks like he's that's like five, exactly he's like how they too. That's exactly how they get the older fans. Because you know what? They get the mothering nurturer in you, and the nurturing they mother do. side. I feel like, terrible. I'm like I have to buy this album so he has food to eat because Bleedus probably can't afford to put food on the table for him. <laughs> See, that's, what, that's the whole thing. That's the whole, that's their whole, like... Very upset. That's the whole way they're promoting their, like, like, their little orphans. <laughs> like, from Oliver Twist, it's like, hey, these know. poor, talented, little, little ch- child men, they're, 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 they just want to perform for you and, and, and be cute, but, you know, we're a company, we're poor, and we also don't take care of our own artists very well. So if you don't buy their music and go see them perform, then they're going to <laughs> end up, like, asking people for food on the money on the street, pretty much. So, which is, not, I'm, I'm sure that that would not happen. I'm sure most of them would probably be fine. Um, they probably just go back to school and go to college like most Korean children do. But if yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's another reason why I can't send him because it's that whole like Oliver Twist like <laughs> like, you know, poor orphan boy thing that they've got going on. It's like <laughs> They're so young, and Pletus is so messed up, and it's just... Such a hot mess. I didn't want this. But anyway, they came, they put out a new practice video, either today or yesterday, and it's super adorable and precious, and I hate it. Of course you do. I just hate it. I don't want to like it, but I'm decided that I am stopping here. I am only going to learn, like, three names, and I'm not getting any more invested in this group. Yeah, you, you see that cross. now. Listen, listen, I spent an entire year. I did for an entire year, or actually probably like two or three. Well, because, I don't well how long to be fair, I mean debut. It took a while it took a while for them to kind of to, to kind of blow up. I mean, to get to the point where they are now. I mean Well, they've just, only released two songs this year. But it took like three years for them to get them mon- enough money to release <laughs> a song with pop up video things. <laughs> that that music video they look like it's they literally spent like five dollars they probably and whatever what whatever rental fee they had to pay for the camera equipment to listen you know that they're poor and they're desperate they all had name tags on their second MV. <laughs> all right there's still... 17 of them there are not 17 of them <laughs> there's like 13 i think i don't even know I don't even know. I don't want to know. Nobody correct me on my math. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> look, this is this is how Super Junior started. And Super Junior, I mean, we say this, but I mean, people make fun of them, and the general public hates them. And yet, somehow, every year, they somehow. I think maybe this past year was like maybe the first year they didn't get like the um, day song or. Song, the, the what, first the, year SM decided not to buy it for them and bought it for XO. Well, yes, that that's probably the case too. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, even despite the fact, I mean, they're still releasing shit. Like they just released, like they released that song MV Magic or what the hell ever last week. You know, they've still got there. There are still elves that exist. It's poor creatures. <laughs> I'm just 
I just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, I for hope for your sake, um, Shannon, that 17 does not meet an untimely end. I don't hope that it, for well, anybody. It's, it's going to implode and Woozy will leave and I will be heartbroken. I'll be like, well, no, back. They're a guy group, so they do have a better chance than if they were girls. We can probably say that with pr pretty much certainty. I mean, this I mean, what happened to their boy group before this? Oh, wait, no one even remembers them. <laughs> they had a boy group before this? Okay. Yeah, newest. Oh, oh, that they were Pletus? I think so. Yeah. They were, because Ren was all like, I wanted to be in after school. And they were like, no, dude, you have a penis. And he's like, I want to be in after school. And they were like, no, dude, no. Well, because at that point, after school is probably doing better than they were. I I don't know. I remember newest kind of the name and kind of vaguely, but I don't know any of their songs. I just remember they had like a lyric about howling like a coyote or something and whatever. Oh, so speaking of a group that we haven't, I haven't brought up and made fun of in months. Guess what? <laughs> oh God. Guess what? I was so happy today. There's actually was, news about them? There I, is. I, who I'm guessing is right. You kiss. Oh, yes. AJ's pretty much officially left the group. Yes. Oh, okay. And um, He's been like, P.S. Bye, bitches. I'm leaving. <laughs> Columbia's going to gonna their, make me way more money. To their five He's fans that, there, that are the left. five fans that are still exist. Know? Yeah, I've literally seen that. The only one who can still there. sing and you kiss has left. Ah, <laughs> you kiss. <sighs> you can kiss it goodbye. I've been in all day. I've been holding it in. I was like, I gotta use this. I gotta. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I feel so much empathy from people. I feel that's my downfall. Is that I feel empathy and sympathy for people i mean come on i even felt empathetic for like john boehner for like a few seconds today see, oh dude i see i saw that news and i instantly went on youtube and found ding dong the witch is dead i mean yeah, I, like, I, I, this I, is appropriate I, celebration I'm music not just a, i'm not by any means disappointed by the fact that he's gone but i mean just in general like i can find Unless you're the devil, I mean, I, I I can find ways to be sympathetic to almost anyone. However, and Yukis is kind of on that level as well because they've tried so hard, and I've, huh, and you know, and they're, and it's actually a case of where like their company and their management has continued to like actually, you know, try and get them like a hit and try and make them popular. And it just did not happen. I mean, it did, I would want to say they didn't get popular at all because they did get some popularity, but. Hey, they got a fan club name. Yeah, they did. They did, they did, they did but they're also a guy group. So that, that was, yeah. they're kind of, you know, that's kind of mandated with them. But, you know, they still, there's just this kind of, I don't know. I mean, because at the same time, it's like, I'm sure there are tons of boy groups that would have liked to have gotten the success that you kiss did, but then, I don't know. There's just always seemed like that they were trying, that 
you could tell that they were they could have been bigger, but uh, there's just something holding them back. It's like it's like oh, you know, like they had all the right things there, but just didn't didn't add up. Oh. And AJ obviously was tired of waiting around. Dude, he was never really ever in the group either. I mean, he would be gone for six months. Well, I show remember up for like at three one months, point, like, like, peace out. Well, at, at one point, they didn't, like, they have, like, a member to leave. You mean they kicked out? Cause they I don't kicked know. Out. I just remember, like, I remember seeing somewhere. Xander and somebody else, Kisop, I think was his name. They, like, hardcore, like, booted him. They, like, gave him the boot. But I thought someone had left. Like, and then like someone with something? the like with the English I don't know the, the he was annoying. He used to just knit and shit, and he just. <laughs> don't think there's anything wrong with knitting. It just reminds me of my mother, and when my mother knits, she gets insane. Like, you cannot speak loud. <laughs> you cannot move too fast. You cannot disturb the yarn, or your ass is in trouble. Like, I just I can't. I can't. I thought knitting, knitting was supposed to calm you down. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to relax here. That's pretty much exactly what it boils down to. Like when my mother pulls out the knits, it's because something oh, shit's going down. So you just want to avoid the room at all costs because otherwise you're going to get caught in it. So, uh, mm. and he was like 14, and so he had that annoying 14 year old boy thing going for him, and it was just that uh, was like that's sweet. That's way too young. Okay, so you kiss is lost another member. Um, aren't they in, J- they're in Japan right now, or promoting in Japan? Or... I don't know. <laughs> like, are you asking me? I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I thought they, they were, were at some point there. two years ago. I don't know if they're still there. They're probably, the end is probably the only thing that's putting food on their table. Probably make about <laughs> as much as 17. <laughs> so they have, like, seven less mouths to feed. Oh gosh. Okay, let's move on. This is making me depressed. <laughs> All right. So apparently, <laughs> this has been the week of lists, I should say, because there were like three lists that got put out this week of like compilations of either the top fifty, you know, best boy band songs of all time came out this week, and then there was another one that nobody cares about because I was like, I don't have enough time for this. And then there was uh, Watch Mojo put out a top 10 um, iconic K-pop songs list. So let's start with the top 50 boy band songs of all time. And I just put on the K-pop ones because I was not reading all 50 of them. Hey, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yeah. And and overall, I mean, I don't think the list is, is terrible. I'm not quite, but we'll talk about it afterwards. So, the first one to show up on the list was number 42, was Infinite the Chaser, which is a quality song, not gonna lie. Yes, I tend to like Infinite song. I didn't like their last mini album album because, actually, the reason I didn't like it was because it was a kind of a departure from, like, that Infinite sound yeah. that they have. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of the, like, it's a good K-pop song. 
Anyways, Infinite usually puts out jams, so I wasn't surprised they were on the list. Now, the next song I've never heard of before in my life, I'm assuming it's old school, which is why I really like this list, because generally <laughs> when they pull out K-pop songs, they pull from like the last three years. And I'm like, you're talking about an entire genre of music, and you're only going to do three years? Like, really? But, um, and you guys are going to yell at me for butchering his name, but I'm terrible at names. So it's, I think it's Seo Taji. Oh, uh, Seo Taji, yeah. I know was put on the list. So I've never heard the song. Um, so I can't really say much about it. But number 31, I personally would put this higher. But that's just me. TVXQ, Marotic was on the list. I would. You that know song what? is such a jam. I don't care if you can hate TVXQ, but you can't tell me that you do not jam in your shower to Marotic. That was like one of the first K-pop boy band songs I heard and I just played it over and over and over again. I was like reliving my like 13 year old life. Like right. with that song. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know what it was about like that song. It was just like, I would. It got just... under your skin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I love my that song. Gosh. I made that too easy for you. Okay, let's you did. See. You made it way too easy. You listen. I <laughs> I have free reign to make as many cheesy and terrible jokes as I am allowed to. Like you can't give me easy shots like that. You just can't. Now this uh, one, I mean, I I the next two like or the last two that make it on the list, I should say. Um, I think that both bands deserve to be on this list. I just don't know if these were the right song choices for either of the groups yeah, to be I feel on like, this list. Yeah. I was at 22, you. it was Fantastic Baby, which I understand why I got put on the list. I mean, it's not my favorite song, especially from um, Big Bang. But, you know, it's very catchy. It's clearly going to be something that I can see a lot of uh, Westerners who don't listen to K-pop following and liking more so than a lot of other Big Bang songs. I just don't think it's like their best. It's just kind of like it's I shouldn't say it's just there. But for Big Bang, there it just wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I, feel, I don't feel like it wasn't one. so much of a of a crossover. Like they're talking about it was used in trailers for Pitch Perfect Two. I don't remember that, but then again, I mean, it's not like I was paying that much attention to Pitch Perfect Two. But yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I don't know. I don't feel like Fantastic Baby was such a crossover hit. I feel like I heard more about um, Bad Boy as well. Yeah. I think I was going to mention to you earlier when that came out. I saw that posted around um, non-K-pop outlets on the internet, like people saying, you know, Thomas they like the song, and they're like, wow, this is pretty good, you know. But not so much Fantastic Baby, but whatever. I mean, it's it's definitely a showier song, so I, can, yeah. I guess I can understand that. And then the last one, I was super excited. The highest ranking... Um, Korean boy band in the list. It number twelve was Shiny. Heck yeah! But with like their most annoying like fucking Sherlock. song ever. And I was like, I love Sherlock. Don't get me wrong, because I'm a huge Shiny stan, and I've said this before. They could do a song with fart bubbles, and I would love it. <laughs> but out of all of their title tracks, that's not even in my like top ten of title tracks. Like it's good, but I mean, there are so many better songs. If you're gonna put Shiny on a list. Like, why Sherlock? I mean, on that album, like, you could have done so much more. And I know they're trying to pick, like, 
songs that were more popular, so they're gonna stick with title tracks. But why not? But even with that, like, like Nuna, like, like hello, like their debut song is iconic. Yeah, like, like I feel like Sherlock huge. is not even among like their their. You know, if you put in, if you, if they were just like, okay, let's look at like a history of shiny songs. Sherlock is like not even the one that most people would think of first. As no, far as, like, like I was so I was like, you know, sometimes they put Ring Ding Dong, which also is not my, like, that's a good one. It's not my favorite, but I get why that gets put on lists. Like, yeah. Replay should have been the song picked if you're gonna do an all-time, like, that's like, that, that is like, true. That is the one that is the one Shawnee song I'd say I, I do, like, undoubtedly like is Replay. I mean, I would put View on there, because that, that whole album was pure amazingness but that's like their newest one and if it was was good too yeah but yeah definitely i think i i i don't know what this show like i mean i guess reading what what the um what the journalist wrote um it seems like they were really stuck on the whole hybrid remix single because they had the two songs that they that they mixed together but i think i remember when that came out people were just kind of like Okay, like they're kind of confused, and I guess that maybe was like a new thing SM was trying to do because I think that was like when SNSD had their song out, which was yeah, I think well, it came well, out right well, before well, I Got a Boy, or it came out at the same time. So it was like SM was still just trying the let's shove as many songs as possible into yeah, it was <laughs> it came out before because there's only two songs shoved into this one. Shiny, not like kind of made, at least Shiny, it kind of made sense yes. because they were. I mean, it worked. I prefer, yeah. um, I think it's Clue better yeah. than Sherlock itself. Clue is one of the songs that has shoved into Sherlock. Um, yeah. And that song by itself is much better. It's either that or no. I can never remember which one I like more because it's so hard. Because they both start out the same and it's very confusing. And but then, I, um, I don't remember which one had that hair. I don't I don't know their names, Shannon. I'm sorry. Is well, I don't know all of them. Are you talking like, about lasagna but, hair? Because that would be Ring Ding Dog, and that would be Jung Hyung, and I love that hair so much. No, but somebody else had crazy hair during that time period. I feel like during the one, Lucifer? yes, the one oh, that had, had the, the same hair, The one that had the same hairstyle as Jessica in that video. Taemin had the weave. He was the one with the weave. Yeah. Weave. Like it's a really I, terrible weave, and it was not it, as nearly was, as good as the even a weave, weave, and I was very was, upset. That was just a wig that they plopped on his head. No, that was a that was a bad weave. Like you could see where they tried to like attach it with clips. They didn't even try. It was bad. It was it was not. It was like a leftover weave. Like it had already been used, and they tried to <laughs> re-sew it back in, and it wasn't going in. I because I remember that, and it just. Um, it was okay. It was bad. I was so upsetting because when he had a weave for Lucifer, it was like the best thing ever. And then we got the weave again, and it was like, what is this shit? Did you kill something and throw it on his head? Like it was bad. Although Onyu looked great during Sherlock, so I can't, I can't say much. Well, I think, and I got yeah, to see half a nipple because of Sherlock, so I was happy. <laughs> and that was uh, also. Um... Listen, you'll understand my pain. Onyu was never nude, so I got to see half a nipple. That's like all I get. <laughs> well, maybe if you went to one of their shows, because apparently no, that's he does. No, he doesn't. He literally is a never nude. He's like top. Like he's never nude. 
Never. Like, you literally, he is never low. It doesn't happen. So I was very excited. He, he, he like, goes swimming with a full bathroom. He does. We, he went to, <laughs> there thing. was a thing where they all went on, like, little mini vacations. He went to Thailand, right? He goes to a hot spring. I get super excited because who goes into a hot spring fully clothed? Own you. And I was very upset, but then I was super happy because it was he was he was still in a hot spring, and it was him, and he was super ridiculous, and he was playing with elephants and water. It was great, and in a hammock. But like, yeah, no, he goes in completely shirt on, pants down. It was yeah, it was like nope, nope. <laughs> I was like, you are sopping wet. Why are you wearing a shirt? Why do you do this to me? It's very. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I can understand being insecure about your body, but you know. When when and you know if I'm gonna swim I'm, I'm gonna swim I'm sorry just right I'm like what if I catch like a disease and then that's clinging to me on the shirt and then I look like um just no more people are gonna stare at you if you like go into a pool with the bathroom on them if you're just if you're wearing some trunks I'm I'm just saying top but yes <laughs> um. I don't, so I don't disagree with this list, I guess. Um, I probably would disagree more with the rest of the list, but I have not looked at it, so. Um, I know, I, I was bad. I didn't even look up to see who's number one, but if it's Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, I'm gonna be upset. It should be 98 Degrees, I'm just saying. Um, it should be the very first boy band. Should be Una Noche, boy band of all time, the Jackson 5, hello. I guess. I guess that would be It <laughs> It just like, maybe. <laughs> okay. Because if it wasn't for the Jackson 5 and none of those groups. If I take off my stand glasses <laughs> and my my thirst <laughs> for boy, I guess. I guess the Jackson 5 would be fine. All right. So the other list I have is the Mojo, Watch Mojo Top 10 Influential Countdown. And I will start with the honorable mentions. And one of them, I'm like, why is this even on the list? It's not K-pop. But I also love the song, so I appreciate that it's on the list. Okay. So the first honorable mention was G-Dragon, Crayon. Not a huge fan <laughs> of Crayon. But I understand why it was an honorable mention. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, people were just... Just, it's, it, it's, it's existence. I, I think it, yeah. As long as it's not on the list. No, I it's honorable it, mention. It, it didn't make have, the top ten, so we're like, good. We have to, yeah, they're like, we have to recognize it for something, because you do exist. Yes. It's for your existence. FX made honorable mentions for Electric Shock, which I am totally wow. all about, because that was a great song. Yeah. Well, I, I do feel like they've had better songs, though. They've had better songs, and they should have been in the top ten, but they're not, and I was whatever. I was I'm upset. surprised about that, especially with I know, especially since it's like super yeah. like up SM's butt, but yeah, it's we'll go with it. I'm 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 starting to think it was an FX conspiracy, but yeah. it is. And then another honorable mention was Gain's F double X U song. Okay. So I was like, I Gain can understand that quite quality yeah. song. Yeah, quality song, not iconic, I guess you could say, but it's a quality song. So. And then this one, I was like, why is this on the list? It's sung in Japanese. I don't think they ever did a cover in Korean, but it's such a iconic Japanese song. I don't know. They did. <laughs> they were TVX like, we're just gonna put it there. They did. It's TVXQ, but it's Doshi Day, which is like, 
an oh. amazing song. And whenever I feel like I need to like make myself feel like more like shit, I listen to that song and it puts you <laughs> right in that mood. And you're like, I guess they felt like okay, it makes a little more sense because I guess they feel like since TVXQ is also a K-pop group, they're like, oh well, you know, it'll be fine. Even but I I'm mean, like, but the song is Japanese. Like it's I don't think they ever did a Korean cover of it. Like and well, it's such a I mean, super. If, to be fair you, though, if you were a TVXQ fan, I'm sure you knew the Japanese songs as well. Oh, oh yes. I'm like this is like legit one of my favorite TVXQ songs <laughs> of all time. It's like number two on my list. So I was like super excited that it got an honorable mention, but at the same time, I'm like, but this is a K-pop list. Okay. All right, so we're going to start the countdown at number 10, which I was super excited that she made the list, but I, she should have been higher. Uh, Boa for number one made the list. Yeah, Boa definitely, if that's her only position, she definitely should have been higher. Yeah, no, that's her only position. Like, this thing is, like, I don't know who made this, but it's, like, super up. Um, who, is Watch, who is Watch Mojo, by the way? Is that, like, another BuzzFeed type thing? I think so. It was just, it showed up on Omana, and I was like, I want to watch this. And then <laughs> it had it had some variants, and it wasn't, like, straight up SM's butt. It was also up YG's butt. So, and the honorable mentions were more mixed, so I thought the list was going to be more mixed, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm ready to see what 9 to 1 are, because... If Bo is number 10, then... Number 9 was Shiny, Ring Ding Dong, which uh. if you're going to put Shiny on there, fine, but why Ring Ding Dong if you're only going to do top 10, I guess. I, it still should be replay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Even if I didn't like replay more than the other songs, I feel like, I don't know. I, it depends on who, who did this list, because I feel like among K-pop fans, people like still remember replay more than right the other stuff i don't know i don't think anyone's like oh shiny's most iconic song ring ding dong unless they're like lasagna now if you're talking about fashion sense with that lasagna hair it should clearly be <laughs> ring ding dong. but i don't know why i'm strangely attracted to lasagna hair um number eight was Yang with ring-a-linga not okay not wedding dress not eyes nose lips but ring-a-linga nope. Ringalinga. I was like, what the hell? Tim would have had a coronary over that because he would have been like, excuse me. pretty much the you. only reason I chose this list because I was like, oh, Taeyang's on it. Tim's going to have a shit fit because they chose like his worst song. <laughs> it's all Tim's fault. Uh, I also chose it because the next song, which is above Taeyang, which will make him like flip the hell out. <laughs> Number seven, XO Growl. Oh, jeez. Which, I guess if you're going to pick an EXO song, it's the most tolerable one. But if you're going to do it, it's supposed to be on... Exo, I don't think anything EXO has done has been iconic yet. You're, not telling, you're telling me that no matter how much you hate that song, you don't think that the Wolf song is a little bit... And, and the kind of, I can't believe they're doing this way. Exactly, but they still did it, and it's still pop. Like it's crazy, but it's out there, and it did well. Like, like it's think, not like, in a way like say that it's about iconic, and you know how well. Like, why is it, it this way? Like, as someone who listens to K-pop, you would not want your non-K-pop listening friends to listen to see that or listen to it. I thought it was a bad joke when it got like released like three months early, and then it was <laughs> not a bad joke, and I was super excited. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> 
I mean, I would think Love Me Baby would be more iconic than Growl. I mean, I don't know. I guess I can see why Growl would... would I think Growl be... was their first major hit right after Wolf, where it was, like, solidified that they were going to be a thing, which you knew was going to happen. Yeah. Well, and then I'm on, I'm on the, tr- the train of thought that EXO should not be on this list anyway, so... Yeah, I know. Well, there's so, um, the thing that I don't like about this list is they literally the furthest they go back is Boa in 2002. And I'm like, yeah. but there's so much good stuff that you could go back for, but they're like, nah, it's cool. Number six is Hyuna with Bubble Pop, which if okay. you're gonna put Hyuna on the list, it might as well be Bubble Pop. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I I can't really disagree with that. I I don't have a problem with Bubble Pop being on the list in any way, shape, or form because that is. That is pretty iconic. Um, but she got away from that pole image pretty quickly. Real I mean, fast. I think if she had stayed with that, she could have been like the next Lee Hyori. But now, like with this real deep stuff, I don't know what she's doing. I, I, mean, I I'm think not she's trying, trying to, to channel say, Miley Cyrus at this point. I don't, I'm not trying to say that in like a, like, why is she doing this kind of way? I'm just saying it in a simple, like, I don't know where she's going with this. I mean, obviously, it's what she wants to do, which is fine. But I I have a feeling that they wanted to try and make her, like, the next Lee Hyori, which Bubble Pop and, like, maybe a couple of her other songs after that were kind of trending in that direction. And then after that, she just, just no, I don't know where she's like, going with it. Going, going, going. Now, as much as I don't like this song, I think it should be higher on the list. Size Gundam style. If yeah, you guys do something Gundam for influential K-pop, like that, really should be a lot higher on the list. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, being like one of the well, I mean, it's like the most recognizable K-pop song out there right now, and in the last like what ten years or so. I mean, as far as outside of K-pop, K-pop. Korea. Yeah. yeah. So that that already invalidates this list, but you can keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, because you want to know what comes before Gangnam Style? Oh gosh. Super Junior, sorry, sorry. You know what? I I don't I sorry, sorry, I can see that being on the list, but it needs it needs to not be before Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style needs to be one. Sorry, sorry needs to be like in the top five or something. Like, Sorry Sorry and Boa should swap. Like, Boa number one should be number four, and Sorry Sorry should be ten. Like, I guess it should be on the list, even though it's that really annoying song. It's like, you ever have that friend that you like to hang out with in small doses, and then you think that you'd be really cool to hang out with them, like, outside of class, and then you spend, like, 30 minutes with them, you're like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? This is the worst decision ever. But now you have to spend the whole day with them, and you can't get away with them because you made plans with them. And you can't well, be that big of an asshole. Like, you're an asshole, but you can't be that big of an asshole. So that's what Sorry Sorry is. Well, like. it was the song that made Shiny cool for, like, a second. Excuse I mean, you. Shiny, excuse you. Yeah, Shiny sorry. had nothing to do with that. Do not put I'm that shit on Sorry, Super Junior. Super Junior. Super Junior. I made Super Junior cool for, like, a second. Although, can you imagine Shiny performing that song? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. It'd be awful. It would have had better dancing, for sure. Yeah, they wouldn't have had to resort to, like, the ice dance or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, you look at that, back at that now, it's like, what the hell are they doing? Um, okay, Keep, uh, go on. Number three to anyone, I am the best. Okay. 
Again, should have been lower on the list, but I, I... Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I personally would have put Fire instead of I Am the Best, but... Well, think. Fire was also kind of like their introductory song as well. It wasn't even on like their first official like album, so I can see why people wouldn't think of Fire, really. Number two, you knew it was going to be on the list. I just, I don't personally think it should ever be towards the top. And they always put it towards the top. And I don't understand. Girls' Generation, GGG. Yeah, it's just, it's one of like, those songs. Like, they're just, they're just going to put it towards the top because. And I understand point. that it did change the game for girl groups. I get that. But it's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just my personal. I like I how the, like I like the, one thing though. I do like to see is whenever the girls have to perform it in any capacity, how like dead in the eyes they look now. Whenever yes. they have to like perform, it. it's like oh, again. They look as miserable as when we are looking when we listen to it. I'm like, there's so many better. Like, I'm not a huge Girls Generation fan, but there's so many better songs. Like, but you know what? Is for better or worse, that was the song that launched them, and that's the song that it's gonna. They're gonna have to sing it for as long as they're together. Can't somebody just pick "Run Devil Run." Like, come because on! Because nobody liked that song. I love "Run Devil Run." I liked it, but it wasn't popular with the general public because they weren't being cute and happy and pretty. Very depressing. And then this one again, it should not be number one. I really wouldn't put this on the list at all. Period. But. Big Bang, Fantastic Baby is number one. What the? F- I I don't understand why people love this Big Bang, Fantastic Baby. If any Big Bang song would be iconic, it would be Lies, or Haru Haru, because those two songs were the ones that made them popular, and they were everywhere. You and plus, think, where the hell is the- Wonder Girls? Not on here. Listen, this it's list, valid. I only picked this and list out valid. because I thought Tim was going to be here and he was going to have a shit fit over Ringalinga, and Watch I thought it would be Moto, very amusing. You are invalid. There are no JYP I don't like, I'm much, I'm much Wonder more Girls is not on the list. Rolling Stones. Because this list is like clearly up new SM butt and YG butt, and it just doesn't make I mean, any it's sense. Not even like, like- it's even, it's, even though it's like up there, but they can't even pick the correct songs and put no, them in the right No, it's order. so confusing. And when you look at their supposed quote-unquote no criteria, it. it doesn't make any sense with the, the the spots they put everything in. If it's supposed to be influential plus popularity, why the hell is Gangnam Style in the middle of it? Like, that should clearly exactly. be one or two. No but, logic. I, mean, I don't like that song, but it, you can't put that in the middle of the list and then say your list is based off of popularity and influence. Like, I'm sorry. Right. It's not, look, there's, there's, as far as I'm concerned, there's no, like, there's none. It. They might as well have done a random Google search and just put up whatever. I'm pretty sure they did. They were like. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like. We need a B. Like they just went on YouTube and looked at like what K-pop MVs had like the most views and just put them down, and that's it. It's just very depressing. And valid watch mojo. Yep. Not a good look. Not a good look. Okay, what else you got for us? All right. Now this one, I read a little bit on Mona, and I thought it was an interesting story. Um, sometimes it's always good to to read from the eyes of rich people who have silver spoons in their mouth for their entire lives. Um, 
but it was about the North, the woman from North Korea who defected and wants to go back. Um, I don't know if you read about that or not. I have not read the actual article, but I have seen something about that. And you said, but you said it was on Amona too. I I know yeah. I saw it somewhere else. Um, long story short, basically, uh, she was living the high life in North Korea. Her father, or her husband, I should say, uh, was a doctor. So she was having the good life in North Korea, as much of a good life as she can have. But she was living very high in society. So she had pretty much everything she wanted. But she had um, a liver disease of some variety. They don't really get into it in the article. So she got treatment for it, but it wasn't working in North Korea. So she got a visa and um, permission from the North Korean government to go to China to get treatment for her um, condition. And unfortunately, because of propaganda and yada, 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 she assumed that the care would be free, which it is not. Um, and so she was left with a huge debt. And she was told that she could pay that debt by going to South Korea and making a living, yada, yada, yada. She gave up her citizenship for some unknown reason. Well, now she's very upset and she wants to go back. And part of me is like, I understand why you'd want to go back. I don't think I could ever, like, leave my entire family and my life behind. Especially since she was, I mean, there is um, a small but... Like, there is a, like, ruling um, upper class in South Korea. I mean, not South Korea, North Korea. It's very small, but, I mean, there is a, you know, small group that are able to have, you know, more freedom and they have money and things and they can actually, like, enjoy their lives. I mean, it's, like, less than 5% of the population, but it's there. So, I mean, her having had a life where she basically didn't have to worry about money, didn't have to worry about anything really to where she's living in another country, which is, I mean, from what everything I've heard for, especially for North Koreans going, de um, defecting into South Korea, it's almost like going back into, going into not a completely foreign country, but there's a lot of things that have changed between the two countries. So, um, it's kind of like being a foreigner for them. And, right. and also, um, not too fun having a debt either. Um, can speak from experience on that one. Um, so um, so you've, you've got all of that. So, I mean, in this instance, I can understand. Um, but, I, I feel but at like the same time, I'm like... I don't like I understand like her want to go back but I'm like are you dumb if you go back they're just going to kill you and put you in a work camp like, well, I don't well see this is the thing is like since she obviously was part of the upper part of society but she renounced her citizenship I don't know how she did it I don't remember why I, but she renounced it like well maybe I mean use her as an example they didn't say, well, yeah you said they didn't say why though like maybe it has something to do with the procedure or they thought she needed to do that in order to get the procedure done or someone told her that because I think it's clear if she's part of the upper ruling class she probably does not know or care about whatever else is going on with the, no. with the majority of the country I could see her you know not you know, knowing or caring, which is how, you know, most of them live. I mean, you know, that, I mean, that's basically how it is. Everyone else has to watch propaganda, but if you have enough money, you're close enough to um, Kim Jong-un, then, you know, 
you might be able to, you know, you know, he's been all around the world, and so I'm sure he's not eating and and partaking in the same things everyone else is. So, but I mean, it was a weird, interesting read. It read very much like, oh, look at South Korea being evil, not sending her back. But at the same time, it's like, do you really well, it, 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 it's kind of a complex thing. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I get why she wants to go back, but I don't know. If it came down to me being the last one, they're like, you need to sign these papers to send her back. I don't know if I could personally do it. Well, and also, like, the citizenship thing makes it more difficult. Mm -hmm. Because, and I have a feeling North Korea is probably the the one in this that is probably going to make things more difficult for her, especially with her having been there. Because I think that's the thing that's probably making it hard for her is that she's now been in South Korea. And right. so, like I think if she just stayed in China, like China and North Korea have enough of a friendly yeah, relationship. And since okay. she went there on a visa with the government's permission, it wouldn't have been bad to go back. It's just yeah. now that she's been to South Korea. I think I and, think Oh, I that, forgot she also pretended to be a North Korean spy hoping they would send her back. <sighs> okay. But they just put her in jail for two years and now they're like, No, we can't send you back. Yeah. No, like I think that's the thing is that I think it's just as much like North Korea may not want to take her back because of her having been over there. Um but I haven't read it but now I definitely will try and look for it because I I think I saw a headline about it and it was you know one of those clickbaity headlines you know where it doesn't really yeah it doesn't really say why it's just you know north korean wants to go back to north korea and south korea and then you think why 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 is that but it makes a little more sense with you having you know giving more context for it but like i said with how like screwed up kim jong-un and his government is i could imagine there could be a so variety of twisted reasons as to why she's like, you know, it's going to be very difficult for her to get what she wants in any any situation. Because it seems like whenever you're dealing with North Korea in, in any way, it just makes things more difficult. Um, you know, like with South Korea, you know, and with all their dealings and things, you know, they're usually the ones that are like, you know, we would be, you know, willing to, you know, you know, let family members that, you know, live across the DMZ meet and do this and do that and do this and do that. And, you know, North Korea is always the one that's like, well, you know, maybe we'll think about it or, um, you know, or maybe, you know, one day Kim Jong-un's, you know, feeling a little more chipper than usual. So he's like, okay, you know, we'll have some talks. And then the next day he's like, I'm going to shoot missiles at you. I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's, yeah. It's good times. They are crazy, cray country. Um, and, yeah, it, they're unpredictable. And, yes. I mean, the, the scary, the, like, creepiest thing I ever heard about them, and, I've you know, other people have heard about it, and it's, but for some reason, like, I just feel like it's just so, like, nobody else does not find that so creepy. Like, if you look at a satellite image of the Earth, everywhere, like, practically everywhere else on Earth has some lights, has some, like, illumination going on. Because we have electricity in this world. Except for North Korea, it's completely dark. 
Like basically, yep. except for Pyongyang, which is the capital, which is where Kim Jong Un lives, but the rest of the country is completely dark. Like what? I you know, and we still don't even know the extent of the kind of hellhole like that most of those people live in. So, I mean, I can't even imagine. Like it's just, it's crazy. He's crazy. Um. So obviously people would look at her and be like, why the hell you want to go back there? But then again, I was like, if she was like part of the 1%, so to speak, of that country, then I could see her, you know, obviously, you know, being, well, I want to, you know, go back where I was treated, you know, like a queen. I was treated, you know, awesome, but. Because I mean, you, you read a lot of articles where there's a huge struggle when, North Korean defectors come over, um, mostly because you have to like re-educate these people on basic things that you don't even think about. Like I know South Korea has a, I think it's a year-long program at this point where they teach them how to handle capitalism because they've never dealt with it before. They have no idea how to do it. Yeah. So they spend a whole year, and then so many times these people, so because they're trying to prevent them from being homeless and on the streets, and then they do this year-long class. They help them find jobs, and then forty to fifty percent of them don't end up end up on the street still because it's just something that they've never done for 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life. You can't undo all of that in a, in a year. And it's just unfortunate, but it was weird seeing this woman wanting to go back for different reasons. Most people are always like, yeah, it's not what I thought it would be over here, but you couldn't pay me to go back. Yeah. And she's like, no, I need to go back. And I'm like, that's all right then. Well, that's interesting and um, surprisingly interesting cultural insight from you, Shannon. Now, I'm not saying surprising because I wouldn't think that you wouldn't read that or anything. I'm just saying usually that's not the type of thing that we discuss. But this is why I like to get you guys to do different things so that we can talk about different stuff. Ta-da! Yay! So I haven't been keeping time on this at all, but um, I think we've been... Do you have um, any uh, anything else on your list or anything that you really want to talk about? Oh, that's my list. We did it. Yeah. We survived. There were we only like it. three copy mentions. There was no Hello Kitty. And there's only one bad you kiss joke. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Except for the ones you just said now. But okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so I think part of the reason I'll part of the reason why it's just me and Shannon is uh, we also just recorded uh, an Unpretty Rap Star viewing. Yes, we are a couple of episodes late on that. We were going to watch uh, both um, episodes one and two together until we realized how freaking long episode one was and everyone's like, I go to work in the morning and then, you know, some people uh, have been skipped out on the recording today. Um, so I probably won't do that again. At least, you know, have the recording so close together, obviously. But hopefully um, I will get that up soon and we'll continue to do that because that was pretty fun. Um, if you guys, anybody has ever used Google Hangouts or Google Plus or anything, and um, I recommend it just because uh, it's a pretty cool thing. And if you, um, I know a lot of people don't have K-pop fans or whatever, wherever they are, but you can get online and, you know, talk with people and, and, you know, not have to broadcast necessarily, but if you guys were like all watching like the same thing or 
I, I just like, I like group watchings of, of things. I love going to the movies. Um, I love going to movies where the audience is very, um, you know, interactive with the movie, unless it's like a movie where you're trying to like pay attention to like, like when I went to see Interstellar, if there were people like whooping and hollering, I would have been very irritated. But one of my favorite, most favorite movie going experiences in the world was going to see the first Saw in my college uh, movie theater. It was so fun. I'm dating myself because there have been like 50 Saws since then. But mm -hmm. the only one I've seen is the first one. And that was so much fun. It was just people yelling stuff at the screen, everything. It was awesome. Anyway, but yes, so we do have that group viewing of I'm Pretty Rap Star 1. Uh, we are where I'm Pretty Rap Star 2 and 3 are out there. Um, and the 2 is um, also English sub, so we will watch that soon. And um, 3 already has spoilers out. Um, Shannon and I already, um, you know, we're aware we've seen the spoilers, and probably some of the other guys have too. So, um, so I didn't think I could hate Zico anymore. Do that boy. Oh, I, if I, mm -hmm. <laughs> But I have to say mm -hmm. that watching it does give it everything different context. Um, it needs to be a unique so we can never think with his penis again. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I found it very interesting because um, uh, I don't watch a lot of the K-pop reality shows. So I, it's, it's interesting. I So I can't wait to do it again. So look out for that. And what else do we have going on? Um, well, as always, see, I don't have Tim to do this for me because he. I know now you got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. Okay, so as always, you can reach us on Not Your Average Netizens. Um, it's SoundCloud, um, and that is where um, all of our podcasts are. And we also post on the Mona. They didn't. And we also are on Twitter. And we are on Twitter at NYA Netizens. And we are also on iTunes. Um, so feel free to go on iTunes and um, also uh, give us a good rating there because apparently that's where all the cool kids, um, you know, get you know, get their ratings, and we have three now, I think, which is pretty cool. Um, three pretty good ratings, so I think um, I think that's pretty cool. And um, um, just thank you to everybody that's been like watching and uh, listening, interacting with us lately. Um, let's see. We also have Shannon. Help me. <laughs> We have the Twitter. We have we have your tum the Tumblr. That, that's pretty much all mine. That's all Shannon. All so mine. if you really enjoyed this episode, uh, <laughs> enjoyed a, a Shannon centric episode, um, you know, take a trip to the Tumblr um, now and then because that is that is all Shannon. So if you want more of Hello Kitty and the whatever yeah, I try crazy to stay slightly on topics. It's mostly if I go off topic, it's cats because cats are the best. Cats. It's shiny and Hyosung and cats and girl groups, and, and that I've occasionally put up some woozy because I hate myself. And 
and whatever else that new animal that you're obsessed with. Oh, copies! It's not new. It's been around for centuries. Okay. Well, that, I, I'm not saying that like it's new. I'm just <laughs> your it's a, your new obsession, though. Obviously, I'm I'm just saying I would be surprised if it was not on there. It's not. I am good. I am a good child. Sometimes, sometimes I have. No, I don't ever actually have an ability to control myself. <laughs> Never mind. Ah, yes, I finally found it. The tweet I wanted to say thank you to Liz, 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 um, who left a um, who left a rating and a comment on our iTunes page and um, gave us five stars. A worthwhile listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so yes, um, if you have anything to say, um, it's good to listen to us on SoundCloud, but iTunes is also very good. Um, I think iTunes is what all the cool kids pay attention to. Um, so I, I think that's everything else. Oh, you can also reach us as always at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com um, for any questions, comments, or concerns. And I think that is it. Um, I think Tim would usually mention the website. Um, <laughs> but the website actually has not been updated in a little while. Um, so I will actually, I'll mention um, we are on YouTube. And, uh, we have some new material on there as well. Um, we've got some MV commentaries. Hopefully we'll have some more of those up soon. Um, and uh, personal um, commentaries by some of our podcasters like Tim and Shannon. And so if you want more, even more of Shannon, and including to see what she looks like. Um, she's also on um, uh, Not Your Average Netizens um, on our, our YouTube channel in our YouTube account. So um, yes, hopefully we'll get that expanded and do more things with that. So I'm excited with that. And I'm also excited because yours truly is going to be turning <clears throat> 20 something on Thursday of next week on the first. And then the week after that, I will be seeing my dear future husband top in person and hopefully i'm not just saying this just to say it but hopefully i can maybe do something um special or you know you know give some sort of um i don't know some uh behind the scenes something of our trip um it's going to be pretty crazy i'm going with one of my best friends in the world we're also planning on hitting a korean spa and doing some stuff so um hopefully um i can do something kind of interesting for you guys um and uh i'm really looking forward to that so um anything else from you shannon that's pretty much it you guys should love us more talk to us we don't bite unless you ask i mean these guys talk to tim so we're way nicer than tim is so i, I will i will say though i'm Usually, 
I'm a lurker, so I don't usually tend to post or, you know, be very much on the social media unless it's like posting news or whatever. But Shannon is all over the place. And, you know, Shannon will talk your ear off. Uh, maybe not about K-pop, but she will. So, um, and Kiara at times too. So, yes. Um, yes, definitely. Uh, if you have things to... Um, say um, ideas for us, things that you want us to cover. Talk to us, send us love. Um, much love to those of you who continue listening to us and continue giving us um, comments and um, suggestions. And I think that'll be it. We did mm -hmm. pretty good interview, Shannon. Yes. I think so, yes. Yes, first Ash Shannon podcast. What, what? Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm maybe this one will get posted unlike the other two-person podcasts. Oh, gosh. Okay, first of all, I have posted the ones with Kiara and Tim. That's right, you just hate me. This is an FX conspiracy. And I, I feel bad for the FX thing, but that was way back in her infancy, and that's when I was still learning how to get this whole crazy thing together. I'm better now. I don't know why you keep bringing that up. Shannon. It'll be the dark room. They'll be like, it'll be our um, dancing queen. We'll pull it out like eight years from now. <laughs> God. It's like, why are you keep bitching this? I gave you a whole show practically to yourself. <laughs> yes. So you definitely have no room to um, complain now. But yes. So that is all for this week. And we will see you again next week. And after that, hopefully. So, um, again, thank you so much for watching the Shannon show. I mean, listening. Well, yeah, listening to the Shannon show, and including Ash in the background. I'm just, I'm just here. And thank you, Shannon, for taking the reins this week. Also, with my crazy self. Yes, absolutely. Or else it would have just been me by myself, and then there would have been no show. Because <laughs> trust me, I I am not that kind of host. I need <laughs> I need I need someone to bounce off of. Let's just put it that way. So yes, thank you guys very much, and we will check you later. Bye guys. Bye everybody. Bye. Goodbye.